Hello and welcome to the Weekly Recap. We are back for another episode here. This is episode 167. We are dangerously close. We're so close. To... 100 plus the magic number. 100 plus nice. Uh, (laughs) As you can hear, it's me and Sarah hanging out in the basement. It is kind of chilly today. But we are here. We are enjoying the springtime weather in Pittsburgh for once with a delicious cocktail. And not beer. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to the beer, but sometimes your girl just needs a cocktail. And it's not a bad thing. It's Meyer lemon season. It is Meyer lemon season. And this Meyer lemon margarita that we're crushing right now is incredible. As you drop lemon seeds, literally all over the place. Nope, on my phone. Oh, nice. Even better. As a matter of fact, it landed directly on the screen. And now it's in the glass. Perfect. So, guys, how have we been? I feel like it's been a long time since we've podcasted. Been a minute. Um, there's been a ton of news, though. There's been a ton of announcements. There's been a ton of stuff to talk about. Really? We've gone uh, places. We've done things. We actually have gone someplace other than just dancing gnome. <laughs> Once in our lives. For once in our lives. At first I was afraid. I was petrified. Can you not? I'm just kidding. All right. We're not going to go down that road. (laughs) Oh, I am. I'm letting them in on the joke. We watched The Martian this weekend after (laughs) reading it slash listening to the audiobook. And, well, let's just say, just let the fucking authors write the screenplays. Don't deviate from the book at all. Just... I don't care. Make it a four-hour feature. We're fine. We're all fine. Now, it's fine. for those of you not aware, The Martian came out in 2015, the movie. The book came out in, like, 2012. Right. Um, <clears throat> this is an adaptation of the book by Andy Weir. I think this is how you say his name, right? Yeah, because you just yelled at me yesterday for saying liar, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Weir. But, anyway, the book itself was fantastic. Um, I'm not a big reader, but audiobooks are kind of my, my, uh, my vibe, so... I really enjoyed it. Um, the movie, while probably would have stood on its own had I not read the book first, was wildly disappointing. That ending still would have pissed me off, but it pissed me off so much more after listening to the book. Yeah. I uh, won't get too much into that because I don't want to spoiler anything. No one likes fake drama. And that's fake drama. It was. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying that there was no point to it. There's literally none. <laughs> I'm still so mad. If you guys have seen The Martian, can you sound off on this? Um, I don't want to give anything away, so we'll let you know. Slide into the DMs, leave a comment, whatever. We'll talk about it. If you're listening to this episode, we need to talk about it because I feel like I need to talk about it. And we're not a movie review podcast, so I'm not going to devote tons of time to it. Yeah, we can but be done now. Sorry. The other side of this is the author of the book. Also wrote another book that you should definitely check out called Project Hail Mary. And they're making this into a movie with Ryan fucking Gosling. I mean, I have nothing against Ryan Gosling, so whatever. But they're going to fuck that one up, too. Yes, they are. And I'm going to be pissed. Absolutely. And I don't know why, but I just thought Rylan Grace was a brunette. I mean... Adult males can't be blonde. Ryan has range, so he can just dye his hair. True, true. It's fair. All right. (laughs) Anyway, enough about our favorite author of the month. Uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, we have a ton, of, a ton of stuff to talk about, right? Am I wrong in this? Am I, I no, mean, I mean like. So the official announcement came out that one of our favorite places is doing their invitational in the next couple of weeks here. Yes. 
Duh. Yes. Duh. Uh, <laughs> so that's uh, that's going to happen. April 30th in Harrisburg, PA. Uh, we are going to be there hanging out with our good friends in Prototype Brewing for their invitational beer share. Um, I, I the Beer festival, I don't know what you want to call it. I, I kind of like the idea of it being like a beer share type thing because there are so many fucking breweries on the list. It's nuts. I mean, have they announced any except the first round? Because my two, I mean, it's Prototype and then Dancing Numb will be there, which you find your girl there and We're that's done. about it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, the, right now I think it's just round one. I don't think they've announced a second one yet. Um, but it is also March. The March Madness bracket is going on for the breweries in PA, right? Our, our group, Dancing Numb, is in a close one with Evergreen. Uh I feel like I'd be remiss to say this. Uh, the the breweries and PA guys are based out of the eastern side of the state. And therefore, I think that the eastern breweries get a little bit more love, which is not a bad thing. It's just kind of how it happens, right? You can't be everywhere, right? But I feel like the representation is pretty split right down the middle, except you have Old Thunder going up against Voodoo, which is just rude. <laughs> not uh, anymore. Oh, is it over? Um. Oh, it's not letting me vote in this. I'm having struggles with the voting. Oh, okay. So, okay. sorry. I just I apparently haven't gotten there yet. Because it kept telling me I voted enough. And I kept saying, click the next region. And it was next region. And it was like, you voted. And I'm like, okay, so am I done? Apparently There's only I'm four regions. Done. Well, apparently I'm not done. I lost count. I don't know. We were talking. Okay. Anyway. The, uh, yeah, oh, so Old, old Thunder is up against Voodoo. I voted for Old Thunder. Yeah, I think I, so that's a tough one, but I think the, the underdog is definitely what, what I would vote for. I think I'm pretty sure I voted for Old Thunder each time I voted. And you can vote once an hour, which is nuts. Oh, really? Yeah. So make me come back to this. So it's very cool that they do this every year and they try to make it so that everybody is involved and they really don't like single out one region where you have like all of the West Coast or all of the Western breweries against all the Eastern breweries. But they have everybody kind of mixed together, which I think is a very cool way of doing it. And the rankings, I don't know where they get those numbers from. I think it's like an untapped thing, like how many check-ins they've had and blah, 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 whatever. Probably. But um, Dancing Gnome is currently 43 behind Evergreen, if I can subtract correctly, which is a big if. <laughs> I think now it's 41. Sarah's math is math, um, but it's also loosey-goosey math, so... Sometimes it just takes me a minute, and if I'm, like, listening to you and trying to do something else, oh, I was right, it was 43. I just didn't love my calculator. There's a calculator on your phone. I know, but I wanted to use my brain first, because oh, okay. if you don't use your brain in your old age, you, you get Alzheimer's. Yeah. So, yeah, go out and vote for the Breweries in PA bracket. Just check out their Facebook. Go to their website. It's breweriesinpa.com. Literally, right? I hope you guys can read mine, because I'm pretty sure this is the last day for it. So. Oh, is it? No, oh, there, it there's another round. This is the this oh, is the shit, round there of is eight. Another round. Yeah, just this is the round of eight. Then there's a round of four, and then there's a round of two. So there's two more rounds after this one. Tell me you don't fill out March Madness brackets without telling me you don't <laughs> fill out March Madness brackets. By the way, Works <laughs> doing one, and I would totally vote no, except there's prizes. So I might just copy. I don't know some magic. Well, you better do it now because I think the games start. Tomorrow, yeah, it, right? They do. They do. So, they do. so like, we do have to like we'll, get on. We'll it, fill it like, out tonight. That'd thanks, right. I appreciate it. I'm um, down. I'll, I'm down to write up one. Um, we always do like 
with the March Madness stuff, I don't really get into basketball until this time of year, right? And then even then, I'm not really into it. I just kind of like follow along with the underdogs. I'll maybe follow along if I do a bracket, and this will be the second one I've done in the last, I don't know, 15 years, so. Sure, sure. I don't know. I always seem like it's it's always me and my dad throwing $5 at each other constantly. Yeah, you guys do that. You know? So... If, if we go up against each other in games, it's maybe like a dollar a game or a quarter a game or whatever, you know, like that kind of thing. So it's not really like any real money. And I, de- I definitely don't bet on things. Like I don't have any of the sports betting apps for a reason because I'd be broke. Um, but I also don't really care enough to like know things about it other than like, oh, this team has a, you know, a mascot that's a hammer or whatever. I don't know. But... <laughs> um, but I think I would fill out a bracket just to be able to say, hey, yeah, I did it, you know? Yeah. That's it. All right, well, you can help me with mine. I'll share my probably work-branded prize with you. <laughs> is it an umbrella? Because I, I need an umbrella. <laughs> um, I have no idea. They just said prizes. And I was like, I bet it's um, redacted, branded. Please, if you know me, you know where I work. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if they would allow that because this is like... It's betting. Sort of. <laughs> Anyways, last time I did a bracket, I came in second place, though. So, well, I picked so now you got a lot Because I picked Duke to. to win, so, and they won that year. I mean, it's not a hard thing to do. It I mean, really Duke is wasn't. in the conversation. <laughs> it um, it's not like you picked George Mason in what, 2008 or whatever it was when they ran. No, the- this would have been really close, though. It was probably 2009 or 2010. Whatever year Duke won in the late zero zeros. No, oh, there were there were probably like three or four championships in the zero right. zeros. So. Probably so. The odds, I don't know. Anyways, as it were. Um, what else have we done this week? Well, so we uh, we got Mine. another stamp. Finally. <laughs> um, oh, because I wanted a pizza spoon and ended up being out of. Right. So uh, yeah, obviously the the stamp that we got this week was Spoonwood Brewing in the South Hills region of Pittsburgh. Yeah, we crossed a bridge and went through a tunnel, guys. Yeah. Now, we weren't there just for Spoonwood. Many bridges. But we've been to Spoonwood plenty of times. Right. And uh, they've been around for quite a while. They just celebrated anniversary number seven in February. Yeah. And so I, I feel like we're starting off with the old heads of craft beer, quote unquote. Um, obviously not like, you know, fat heads or... Uh, they don't count the pen, pen brewery or whatever. I'm sorry. I meant pen, but... Those fat heads isn't here. Right. Fat heads is Ohio. I forgot about that. Um, but don't worry, I'm here to remind you. So, yeah, don't. <laughs> Moving on. You know when they they tell you that like when you when you're married you become like one. Yeah, it's one brain between the two of us, and she's got all of it right now. Because okay. I'm saving that forever. So. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah. So uh, Spoonwood is one of the other older breweries in the craft beer realm right in Pittsburgh. And uh, we've been fans of them since, oh, God, probably 2016, 2017, maybe, right when we started getting into all this? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's really just what it comes down to. They were one of the first ones. They were. And they Um, were making Coheed beer. Exactly. That was the big draw, was that they brewed a beer called Good Eye Sniper. It was a double IPA. Um, haven't seen it recently, but no, it's also a reference to one of my favorite songs by Coheed and blah, 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 and all that. Um, we don't need to get a B. Uh, we're going to start a <laughs> Coheed podcast called something about the fence. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, there's like 30 of many. them. There it's are 30 of them. 
You can tune into our Coheed podcast on Sundays at 1155. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that was one thing that drew us into the place. And then like you get there and it's a very, um, I want to say that they have a very standard clientele, right? Like they have the people that go there all the time. They have a very South Hills clientele. Yeah. So it's a lot of families. Uh, it's a very family friendly place. Very cool. Uh, the beers are all over the board. Um, they make some Belgians, they make some IPAs, hazies, they do. They they do, do. Belgians. The Belgians Belgian. are good. I yeah. Belgian and it was good. Um, so I don't know if Steve is still their brewer, but. I, I haven't really kept up with things, especially because they don't really like talk about that on their Instagram and I tend to stay far, far away from Twitter anymore. Yeah. Um, but, so but Spoonwood know. is but awesome. Yeah. Steve, uh, was kind of our foot in the door at Spoonwood. Uh, we hung out with him several times. We actually got to, uh, like go see Coheed with them. Uh, it was kind of a cool, op- cool night. Um, Spoonwood's been doing this for a long time and they're very good at what they do. I don't think that they're necessarily like a hype brewery. They don't really have like bottle releases. They don't really have like, except for the turtle beer, the turtle beer. They do, uh, the undead goon, um, which is, Definitely one of my like favorite not uh, favorite approachable stouts. I think is the way to say it. Not like a crazy pastry, you know, barrel aged adjunct. Yeah, like it's it's just a decent stout. There are some adjuncts in it. Don't get me wrong. They do the cinnamon one. They do like some barrel aging with it. But But it's not like cinnamon, cacao, pumpkin, leaf, squash, clove, clove, allspice. Cardamom. I'm running out of shit, guys. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> the idea is that it's a it's a, definitely a different style. Uh, and it's not 15% or something crazy. It's like eight and a half or something like that. Like, it's not going to rock your entire night. Um, not to say that I don't love those stouts. Don't get me wrong. My fucking basement is full of them. But there's a reason for everything. And I think that Spoonwood does a very great range of stuff. Um, one of my favorites is Cold Drip City. What an excellent beer. Like, I want to... It's hard to explain because it's a fucking coffee ale. And the coffee flavor is so pronounced, and it is just so crisp. Yeah. It's one of those beers that you you look at it and you're like, oh, this is probably going to taste like a a piece of grass. It's going to taste like a lager with a hint. Just a whisper. Of coffee. It's like if and LaCroix made coffee, coffee, they would be like driving, the, the truck would be driving by and there's somebody in the warehouse yelling coffee at it, it. No, it like actually tastes like coffee. Yeah, it really does. And it's honestly like this crazy balance of great beer, great flavor, and they nail it. Um, They do a couple of like cream ales. They have everything. Like they do a rice lager. Isn't, isn't uh working class hero a, Rice lager or rice cream ale or something. I forget what the hell it's called. Let me Google that. It's it's working class hero, but it's spelled H-I-R-O. Like hero from heroes? Yes, exactly. This is the second hero from heroes reference I've made this this week. week. So just want you guys to know, go back and rewatch the first season of heroes and nothing else. Great, great TV. Um, But no, working class hero. I want to say it's like a, maybe that's the cream ale. But it's like I a, thought it was a cream ale. It's a rice cream ale. I can't remember. Do no research. Get these results. That's really what it comes down to, guys. But you love us anyway, because apparently, even after a month off, because I've been lazy and dejected 
and not really feeling it. Um, you guys are still listening to old episodes, and I appreciate that. Guys, he sounds way more emo than he actually is. I'm really not. I just uh, Elden Ring really is just taking it over really my life. life. Yeah, let's like be real honest here. <laughs> He's been playing video games nonstop. Um, it just has a cream. I don't know. Untap just has a cream ale. Well, anyway, that's. And I'm not too lazy to actually log into Untapped for like the legit description. Oh, I can just pull it up. Who then. I am as a person. Um, yeah, it's just a cream ale. Anyway. Light I- grains and earthy hops deliver a convincing performance. Yeah, Let's- cream ale brewed with rice, ginger, and matcha green tea. I mean, their website listed lists H E R O a la John Lennon. Yeah, but there's also. Wonder if they got told no. I don't know. This beer's been around. P.S. He showed me a picture of Untapped the app, not Untapped the website. Yes, Working Class Hero is also a beer from Spoonwood that is brewed in the traditional style. So yeah, check out Spoonwood. Uh, their food is awesome too. Uh, they they really do a good job with their food menus. Mm-hmm. They have weekly specials, daily specials. Um, Sarah pizza mentioned the day. pizza. Yes, they had an Italian hoagie pizza that I really wanted, but fuck Instagram, and I don't have a chronological feed that some others already have back. Um, so it was Tuesdays pizza, not Wednesdays, and they didn't have it, and I was upset. I'm still upset. I'll yeah. Over it. Next time they have it, we're going to go, though. We are. Um, they're... They're canning more stuff. Uh, you see them every once in a while out in the real world. They're they're distributed to Giant Eagle and stuff like that too. So you can find them on shelves every once in a while. Uh, their their flagship, their standard, the one that they have all the time, the Killer Diller, is a great IPA. Again, I would say that it's not anything that's going to be like hype train. It's not going to sell out quickly. You're not going to have lines for beer at Spoonwood. But it's a fun place. They have an outdoor area that's really nice. They have some kids games. They have some lawn games. They have tvs everywhere it's it's a cool spot um if you're ever in the south hills check them out for sure i feel like not a person in the city doesn't know about them but right they've been around for a while but again this is our this is our going through the guide section so that is number two number three technically on the list um so we had dancing gnome we had hitchhiker now we got spoonwood uh so we're gonna keep the train rolling there um but Let's shift gears away from the Pittsburgh Beer Guide and talk about a little trip that we took. We took a little trip with our dog who needs doggy Xanax. All the time. All the time now. Not just not just when she's in the car. Actually, she's pretty good in the car. Not really. No, no she's that's not. not she's yeah. not good in the car at all. She's very loud. You can hear her right now. Yes. She's um, been chirping this whole time. But anyway, we went to, yes, we took a little trip to Richmond, Virginia. A very oh, little I, trip <laughs> to Richmond, Virginia. We did. Um, so, yeah, we uh, we say this every time we do this. We shouldn't do this trip in a day. And then we do this trip really in a day. Really shouldn't. Well, I'm an asshole who forgets that it's like more like six hours, not five hours. And I used to do, you know, when I was much younger, like six, seven, eight years ago younger, drove Pittsburgh to Baltimore when I lived in Baltimore, like... Every other weekend, and it was no big deal. Right. You just fly up 70 in the turnpike, yeah. and it's super fucking easy. And you're like, this drive's not bad at all. So I think Richmond's only five hours away, not six. When you avoid the beltway and you go the quote unquote back way, 
where you're stuck on some random ass road in West Virginia going 45 miles an hour. Yeah, because the guy in front of you. Yeah. So (laughs) next time I say this, just remind me that it's actually six hours through West Virginia. So, yeah, we spent 12 hours in a car with a crazy dog. We did. In one day to get down to West or to get down to Virginia and Richmond and hang out with our friends at the answer at the veil at triple crossing. And we checked out a new spot called Funktastic Meats. Um, we did. And oh, also yeah. Vossen. Vossen was the other place we stopped. And I haven't had a beer from them yet because we only got to go beers and we haven't opened it. Yes. Vossen would have like looked like a cool spot. Um, I know if Trevor's listening to this, he's like, ew, gross right now. But my good friend likes it. So we stopped in for her. And what did you get? A Pilsner. Of course of you course. did. Of course Sarah got a Pilsner. Anyway. So yeah, we went to The Answer. Did you want to go get it? Sure. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we're going to switch to beer now. So if anyone can tell me how umlauts work, that would be great. <laughs> Yeah, so this is uh, the Rada Pills from Vossen. I'm going to say Vossen because I don't know how else to say it. Um, this is the first beer I'm having from them. So we're going to see how this goes. Uh, it looks to be a clear Pilsner, not like a color or um, a hazy or dry hopped Pilsner. This is actually very clear. looks delicious. Um, this is what they call a continental Pilsner. German... Herzbrecher Saas are the hops. German Pilsner malt and German Corifoam. Corifoam, sorry. What? I heard you say Corifoam, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I said Corifoam. It's Corifoam. And uh, Czech lager yeast. So, uh, maybe a little Czech pills kind of vibe to it. Maybe. Um, clocking in at 5.3%, right in the uh, Pilsner range there. Uh, if you follow Pints and Panels, which I think you should, uh, she gives out some great information about this stuff. So this one is, again, Vossen from Richmond. They're literally right around the corner from the Vale. They are. They're like right so down the street. It's like two blocks. Like yeah. not even a, not even two tenths of a mile away. It was from exactly two tenths of a mile. Okay. According to Google. Well, Google estimates shit, so I'm going to say not even because okay. they round up. Oh, okay. But looked like a cool spot. We got parking right out front, which is unheard of. We should have hung out there longer, but we had the dog, and we she's should, an asshole. She's being an asshole. So, she's cute, she's grabbed a couple asshole. of four-packs to take home to try with you guys on the podcast. So, oh, I like that a lot. This is one of those ones that I feel like, if I drank too many of them, I would have a wicked hangover, though. Oh, that's nice. It's got a very, like, like high-end Iron City vibe to it. Yeah. You know what I mean by that? Like, yeah. it's got that, like, kind of... Heavier body, but still like a crispy, great. Yeah, uh, I'm Fuck, very. I wish I would have gotten more of that. Very much enjoying this beer. Um, so yeah, that's a win for me, Trevor. You can get pissed off all you want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you. That's a good pilsner. Anyway, so yeah, we went to the answer. Stopped by on the way into town, and that place is always just a exciting place to be. It was a juice Thursday. They had all kinds of craziness going on, right? Um, they do juice every day now, by the way. I didn't know they that. They do. Um, I saw it on the menu. Yeah. They're like, yeah. juice every day. And I was like, oh, that's convenient. Right. So, yeah, if you're ever in Richmond, stop in, get yourself some sours. Uh, but because not juices, any with spirulina in it. Yeah, I would say <laughs> that might be a pass. Uh, <laughs> so they had actually, a couple of days before, they had released the um, the Smoogie, Shmoogie, I forget how you say it, juice 
collaboration between Imprint and The Answer. They made a beer that had four different kinds of fruits in it and spirulina. Uh, If you don't know what spirulina is, it basically tastes like the color green. That's all I can say. I just, I don't understand it. The beer itself wasn't bad, but the aftertaste was so weird. It's basically chlorophyll. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. <laughs> like, Sorry, I missed that. I went to go get the dog bone, so she would stop chirping at us. No, I said... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like basically chlorophyll, and it just tastes like... I want to say seaweed, but like... It's like not planty. seaweed. It's, it's, it's like, very planty. and yeah, like It's like a grass or like a... Like mucky, like lake muck. Yeah, and it really just like reminds you of drinking like a gross like smoothie like I, like a like a like you walk into a fucking or, like, like health food store and you're like oh the smoothie looks good and you don't know what spirulina is yeah and they put it in your smoothie and you're like why the fuck am i drinking lake water yeah <laughs> that's exactly okay so again the beer itself was pretty good it was but like i just could the not get aftertaste was weird that um that taste on this episode i'm going to include a picture of the can because i think it's funny um I just like the name because imprint makes smoogee and answer makes juice and they call it smoogee juice. And I just, I think it's a fun name. Um, imprint makes some great fucking sours too. Like Do their they? smoothie sours are really them? good. Yeah. Yeah. We've Speaking definitely of had smoothie sours. Go on. Creekside is getting dewy in. Yes. When do I go pick that up? Is that, I think that's the 21st. That's Monday, right? Yes. Oh good. I can just send you. Yeah. So perf. Dewey is bringing in Dewey. Oh, I'm sorry. Creekside <laughs> is bringing in Dewey. Again. And Steel City is bringing it, right? Is it Steel City or I have Liberty? No idea. Somebody is bringing in Dewey and Creekside got some and I fucking Immediately jumped. pre-ordered. Jumped. <laughs> to get some secret machine. On secret machine. Uh, I was like, I don't even fucking care what secret machine it is. I'm getting it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, it's a, oh man. Dewey is just phenomenal beer. I can't Dewey will also be way. a prototypes party. Yes. JS. So, like, I'm not going to leave right. anyone alone that day. <laughs> We're going to see our friends because we know them. We do know them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's uh, – oh, God, Dewey's awesome. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm sorry. I, like, totally we took derailed us the, the, for a derailed second the Richmond as per usual. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. I mean, we, like, uh, we don't have too many stories from Richmond because we didn't really get to go in anywhere because our dog – is an asshole. Xanax. Yeah. Um, She's just high strung and has a lot of anxiety, just like me. And we gave her Benadryl, and that did not affect her. So right. I'm like, since when did you get my super special superpower ability to be mostly immune to any drug you take? Right. Who knows? Um, she's obviously <laughs> not phased by it at all. Uh, but she's currently burying the bone I just gave her yeah. in the couch. <laughs> Keeping her occupied though, because it gave her a whole one. Right. So big bones equal you have to hide them. Right. That's that's got to be it. That's the only explanation for this. Um, And like big treats, like her birthday cookie. She had she like hid that thing for four days before I finally was like, "Can you please just eat this?" And gave it to her again, and she ate it. (laughs) Yeah, we have a super weird dog, guys. She's so weird. Anyway, absolutely in no way related to me spending ninety nine point nine percent of her life with her. Oh no, definitely not codependent ass bitch uh (laughs) anyway so after the answer we got our to-go beers uh we headed over to the veil oh we had those fucking smash burgers at the veil though yeah still dreaming about that burger i forget what they were even what the place was even called 
I can find it. Smash Smash RVA or something. I forget. It was yeah. It was something to do with Smash Burgers in Richmond. Um, but yeah, so we we stopped at the Vale. They had a crazy list of bottles. Absolutely insane how many bottles they had. Um, which is super cool because they do a ton of barrel aging and just like crazy blends and different adjuncts. I got a freaking uh, bourbon white Russian uh, Ukrainian. Uh, <laughs> way, uh, we do not horn, horn swaggler. We do not acknowledge the existence of the country of Russia right now. Right. Anyway, so it was horn swaggler with uh, white Russian flavoring and bourbon. Or aged in bourbon. It was smashed RVA. I finally found my receipt. Smashed RVA. Okay. Excellent burger. Yeah. Yeah. Really great burgers. Um, absolutely crushed those quickly because oh, we were yeah. starving. <laughs> we were. They're really good. Um, so yeah, if you're ever like in Richmond and you see smashed RVA, just know that they have our seal of approval. Yes. Uh, and y'all know how I feel about my food. Yes. We had a couple of IPAs. Uh, they had the Oreo triple stuffed Hornswoggler. Which I thought was really good. Hornswoggler in, in Is general. Is that the one that you got? Yeah. That one was really good. It was really sweet. I got like, a four really, pack of it too. It was so. really sweet. Uh, yeah, very sweet. But it didn't... So it didn't give me the same vibe as the Hitchhiker Oreo Speedwagon. No, definitely not. But I think it's because it's a little bit lighter in alcohol. Because I think the Oreo Speedwagon's like 12% or something. It's, it's up there. And this one, Hornswoggler's only like 8.5 because it's a milk stout. It's not really supposed to be heavy. But I think that they really nailed the flavor on it. They really did. It was uh-huh. just like, I was like, this is like drinking liquid Oreos almost. <laughs> it was really sweet. I want to dunk a cookie in this beer is what I want to go make to. cookies. Okay. <laughs> then you can know. Man, we are, we are two peas. Two peas. <laughs> yeah, I had a couple of their triples, uh, Chubbles and Chubbles 3, which were collaboration beers with Cloudwater from the UK. I'm doing this all off the top of my head. I'm it's fine. I don't. Re- I don't even remember what I had because our dog was being. So well, you mean had the to other dogs. Uh, crucial taunt, which is oh, their house really IPA. Good. That one was really good. Uh, crucial, crucial taunt, taunt. Which I've never. I somehow never had. Yeah, I don't understand that either because I've never had it. But it was delicious. Um, yeah, very good. Then there was step, step, dad, dad. Um, their names. I know. The, I mean, it's a double, so they double get, name. I get it, it but. Um, and then I think that was it. I think that was what we had. Because we, we were just doing samples. Two or three we had like six. Yeah, well, we had, I had two big ones. But uh, I had to right. drive home, so I was a no fun Nancy. That's right, because they were pouring out of cans for a lot of them, is what it was. And I kept okay, going to order so like a half it. pour, and they were like, oh, yeah, it comes in a can, so you're getting a whole, whole pour. Fine. And I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, um, no. Oh, no. Uh, so then, yeah, then we went to Voss and picked up to go beers. Um, they had then, a nice like outdoor deck area, which would be amazing. Like, had we... And also, it was getting, like, late by then, and I wanted to get home because I'm old and need my sleep that I don't ever get. Um, and, we had to, and we had to stop at two other places, yes. which is my we fault. we like, two other places to go, and I was like, I don't really know this brewery, so I just want to pop in and get beer for my friend. And then I was like, oh, shit, they have a Pilsner. And then, guys, they carted me. I'm 35 <laughs> fucking years old. I'll be 36 soon, and they carted me. And I looked at the dude, and I was like, man, he's in my wallet in the car. And he's like, you didn't bring it? And I was like... Do you see these lines? Are these the lines of a 19-year-old or 20-year-old? Like, no, absolutely not. And he's like, oh, why have you beat? I was, he was like, when's your birthday? I was like, 86. He was like, oh, I have you beat? I'm 85. And I was like, well, drop your skincare routine because you have less wrinkles than I do. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> so 
After Vossen. So that's my story about Vossen. Looks like a cool spot. Would have loved to have hung out. This poster is really good, and I'm really pissed I didn't get more of it. I know. Yeah, this is actually really, like, depressing to, to have to not have more. Yeah. Um, I am upset. Well, we still have a four-pack total, right? We now have three. Well, a three-pack. Yeah. Holiday three-pack. Holiday three-pack. Love it. Um, this would go great with some soju, though. Fuck yeah. <laughs> anyway. Sending this to Allie, by the way. Next on the list was Triple Crossing. Yeah, you get to Triple Crossing. I really like their spot downtown. I just think it's such a cool little, like, hole-in-the-wall type place. It just reminds you of, like... I think it really does remind you of that like roundabout feel where it's real dark inside and it's all cozy and they're all close to everything. And they have a nice little outdoor deck area where we were because the dog is an asshole. And <laughs> and I could just attach her to like a leash thing. And it was so nice because yeah. she still could like walk around. So she wasn't as agitated. So she could still sniff. Yeah. And then I got the uh, Icarus something Icarus beer. I uh, was not real impressed with that one, to be honest. That, that was a rare miss from Triple Crossing for me. Um, yeah, didn't that one have, like, the weird aftertaste? It did. It almost, like, uh, I, you know, I don't want to say that it was, like, a Sabro IPA, but I think that might have been what the vibe was because I didn't like it a lot. And yeah, there's definitely a hop in there I don't apparently. love. Something of Icarus, and it was just okay. Um but we did pick up the mosaic triangles. Yes, because Allie wanted mosaic triangles really badly. And what else? I think that was it, right? We just got yes. that one. Uh, but yeah, they. I mean, they always have like a wild list. They always have like a decent amount of options. And they have three spots in, in Richmond. Like, you're not going to find a bad beer. I just think that, that one was not for me, you know? Yeah, um, So, fine. but But again, we like Triple Crossing and they gave us Trevor. So we're happy about that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then the newcomer, and this is one that if you've been listening to the podcast for the past year or so, um, whenever we sat down with Thick Boy's Glass, or I sat down with Thick Boy's Glass, Logan, right? He talked a lot about mead. And so I was like kind of excited about it. Like he really like vamped me up for this experience that I'm like, man, I, I'm totally missing this section of craft, right? Because craft meaderies are popping up everywhere people are doing it on their own it's uh, you know it's, it's one of those things it's like a gateway brew right and so we got to funktastic in richmond uh shout out to matt i i didn't meet him that day uh next time we're in town bro i'm definitely coming to hang out with you guys though because the place is super cool it's it's in a strip mall it's kind of like a yeah, if you've been to monday's brewing it's kind of like that where it's like you know just tucked in between a couple of stores that kind of thing uh, but it's like black and red everywhere and like the colors really pop and all that, but they have a crazy list of these smoothie meads that they make, like these fruited, they have sweet, they have dry, they have what they call a fizz, which is basically like a carbonated mead, uh, which we haven't had yet. I did bring home a couple of cans to try. Yeah, because I wanted the pomegranate one. They didn't have it. Son of a bitch, then what did you get me? Tangerine. Oh, no. Actually, that might not be too bad in meat. Tangerines just tend to skew a little sour sometimes. Right. But it's a sweet. But it's a sweet meat, so actually yeah. that might be good. Yeah, so uh, that was like I literally was, the okay. only other one on the list because I wasn't going to get you the cherry cordial because you would have stabbed me. Uh, Absolutely not. We did not mix chocolate and fruit. Um, <laughs> anyway. That's so kind of why I want the pomegranate anyways because it's 
they can be sour too. So right. So they had a say. They, yeah, they had a, a sweet section. They had a dry section. They had uh, the fizz. Right. And the the girl behind the counter uh, was lovely, and she gave me three different, four different samples because uh, I was just you know just sitting there BSing. And uh, so I, I did bring home two bottles of mead and then two of the cans of the fizz. So we're going to try those, and I will report back. Uh, but again, when we talked about them, oh god, this was back in November. Uh, Matt actually had reached out to me and said, "Hey, man, next time you're in Richmond, look me up." You know all this other stuff, mm-hmm. and just a just a cool cool vibe. Um, very much fits in the industry, you know. So it's one of those things that I'm very happy to to expand my knowledge on. And Logan made it seem like he was he was just so excited about meat. So. Like it's one of those things that I'm not I'm not a big fan of, but I'm I'm definitely trying to expand my horizons. So, and then we had prototypes. Yeah, and then we had prototypes too. That's right. Yeah, and so now it's like if it's done right, I think it can be really good. And honestly, the the marshmallow one that I tried while I was there really kind of gave me those same vibes, but it was a little bit sweeter. And so I'm very excited to get into these bottles. We will definitely report back our findings on the fizz and the sweet bottles of mead that I picked. And then after that, we blew town. We were just out. Yeah. And Uh, then I drove the whole way home on 95, sandwiched between like three semis. Yeah. Sort of having a panic attack, but not really. Very proud of you. You Well, I'm losing my like defensive driving edge and I don't like that, so. You did so (laughs) Nothing better than to just like throw yourself the fuck back into it and be like, all right, let's fucking go. (laughs) I feel like this far into the podcast, I really need to mention, uh, the best brunch ever is right around the corner. We are less than two months away. I wouldn't exactly call that right around the corner, but okay. it'll be here before you know it. Let me put it that way then. I mean, okay. like maybe um, this event is going to be legendary as well, but I wanted to mention that because I totally forgot to post the <laughs> episode that I recorded with Ryan and Nick. I seriously thought I posted it. Way to go. Elden ring. Hey, hey, no, 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 this was before that. I I literally just looked and I was like, oh God, I never even, like, I never finished it because my computer's been dead for uh, as long as it's been since I've mixed it. And usually when I open the computer, Chrome pops up and says, you're, you know, submitted perfectly, you know, processed. Okay. So no. So episode 166 is going up tonight. Today we are March 15th. Beware the Ides, everyone. Uh, But. I'm going to have this one up hopefully soon. We have a special guest lined up for next week. And I don't want to give too much away, but his name's Dev. He goes by Slimothy. He works at East End. He's a really fun guy. We literally just gave away everything. I did give away everything. Damn it. Anyway, so Dev's coming over. We're going to drink some barley wines. We're going to have a good time. Um, <laughs> Sarah's I have looking to at work, me like. So I will not be that, That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, so yeah, we're going we're gonna to have Dev on. Y'all can break um, from me. I am very excited for all the festivals that are coming up. We're going to some live music shows. We went and saw Dark Tranquility after going to Spoonwood um, at Craft House, which is a super cool place with a really shitty beer list. Sorry, guys. Um, you cannot name a place Craft House. And then not, and have, then any not locals. have any craft beer. No like, locals. No locals. They have like Trogues, which is fine. Don't get me wrong. Love Trogues. Which is fine. But, but when also, your like, only mm, local beer is three quarters of the way across the state. Right. That's, no, no. St. Adams is not what I would call craft. 
No, not at this point. Especially when you have the ability to. I mean, I maybe don't have the ability. Maybe they maybe they're owned by a bigger chain or something like that. And we, I don't know this, but Craft House is not really a craft house. Let's put it that way. But they have a great music venue, and their food looks mom. So. And they yeah. have a bowling alley right next door, which is super they cool. They do. But it's a really cool place, especially if you're going to see, like, lesser-known acts. Because you can get, like, so fucking close. Right. We were literally like, like, on right the stage. in the action. We were on the stage for Swallow the Sun. We were three rows back for Dark Shangalody, which is... Acceptable. Acceptable. Because Mikhail just gets so excited. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, like, so happy to be alive. Um, it, was, it was a good time. Yeah. Love, so Love to see my favorite band, who also played my favorite song that they never play live. I just love. Never. I. That's true. Yeah, they they did play Letha. <laughs> Letha. Letha. That's what I said. I said Letha. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll fight you to the death. I I don't care. <laughs> I I don't care. Um. Anyway. I'm just happy that live music is back. I'm happy that uh, these these festivals are going on. Um. We're gonna be uh gearing up. Oh, the other thing that happened. Um, tickets are on sale now for Barrel and Flow, part four. I was like, what else happened? Um, so many things. Yeah, sorry. Yes, that, that started on the 1st of March, so I figured yes. I'd mention it. Um, so, yeah, we're definitely going to go this year. I say this every year. No, we're absolutely going this when year. When is it? It's the August 12th. Okay, good. I have I, the wedding that we're going to is either September or October, so we don't have that staring us in the face again. Yeah, off the top of my head, I do not remember the date, but it's all over social media, Barrel and Flow on Instagram. This festival is just awesome. I, I've never heard anybody say, oh, this festival sucked. Or, you know, I mean, there were some obviously some blowback last year with the Southside Works and, you know, shitty racist assholes. But everybody that goes to these festivals has nothing but the best to say about it. So there's there's literally no reason not to go to Barrel and Flow. And so we're definitely going to go this year. And I'm going to make it a point to be off that whole weekend or, you know, call in dead. I don't care. I'll quit call my job. Dead. Um, it, it, whatever. Uh, it, it's going to happen. We are going to get there and we're going to have a blast with it. Um, August 13th is the date at the stacks at three crossings, which is in Southside. Is that right? No, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I said Southside, but I meant strip district. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so Sorry, it's, I just literally you said that, and all I could think of were the old smokestacks in Homestead at the waterfront. Waterfront, thank yeah, you. Because gotcha. I almost said Southside Works. <laughs> uh, all right, so now that I've got all the details Ooh, fucked to death and back, right. Barrel and Flow, August 13th, stacks at three crossings in the Strip District. Uh, get your ass there. It's going to be a party. The last piece of the puzzle today. Right? Are we uh, winding down at this point? We are because I would like another margarita and also dinner so I can go to bed at like a reasonable-ish hour this evening because I actually have to get shit done tomorrow and not like try to take naps work from in the middle home. of my work day. Yeah, no, I get you. Uh, <laughs> all right, so. Because I swear to God, I'm not as lazy as I sound. I just know how long tasks take me. And when I know they're only going to take me a couple hours, I put them off. As is tradition, um, don't forget to use our code, the weekly recap, at shop.fueledbyhops.com to get 20% off your entire order. Shipping is free for $80 or more. Um, they have tickets still available for Best Brunch Ever, Session 2. 
They are dangerously low, though. So if you want to come party with us and get super riggedy riggedy wrecked, son, get your tickets now. The other thing I want to mention about Fueled by Hops, they just opened this up uh, a couple weeks back. First I heard about it was today, and this is a super cool program that they uh, partnered with Point Park University on. Um, this is a diversity and inclusion scholarship for the Brewing uh, Academy at Point Park University. That is really cool. Um, this is a free, like a full ride. Like I'm considering a career change at this point in my life. Full ride to their Brewing Academy. Taking care of all the courses there. It's it's something like, I mean, it's not outrageous priced, but it's like. But it's still Point Park, which is a private university. Right. And, I mean, this is a full, like, curriculum. Yeah. Like, it's actually a part of their general studies, which is awesome. Uh, so, yeah, get out there. I, I go apply for this scholarship. It's good. Are you, You're able to apply through March 27th. Um, so you got some time. The... Not a ton. Don't procrastinate like me. Right. It's a 10-week program that starts in May, runs till the end of July. Uh, So I don't know. Just this is very cool. We're going to tag them in this and I'm going to, I'm going to post a link. Um, Really, they, they, they put their money where their mouth is with this one. I think that they were really, you know, uh, Ryan always wants to do the right thing. Wants to, wants to put his face out there in the best possible light. Wants to make sure that everybody feels like craft beer is approachable, right? This is one of those things that he does very well. And this is just an extension of what fuel by hops can be, yes. right? That's huge. This is super cool. And I'm very excited about it. Um, I can't believe that Ryan didn't tell me about it last month when he was on. And I didn't tell anybody about that episode because I haven't posted it yet. Cause I'm an asshole. But anyway, point being, that episode's going up tonight. I'll have this episode up by the weekend. I'm going to will it into existence so that Dev can come on and we're going to have a good time talking East End, talking what he's been it. up to. Um, the only other thing I have this week is... Cool Service started a dancing gnome today. That's a true statement. Uh, we will be getting out there hopefully in the next couple of weeks to check that out. I'm very excited, even if the... <laughs> Guys behind the bar or not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't need Just to kidding. get, like, ringy, ringy wrecked <laughs> on a Tuesday night. Because <laughs> God knows me. You get three tiny beers in me, and I'm like, all right, let's fucking party. It's a downhill slope, my friends. <laughs> it really uh, is. At this point, uh, we are Sarah and Nick for the weekly recap. We are going to be signing off. We're going to le- um, raise a glass here, and cheers. Our margaritas are empty. So. Oh, it's fine. I can go make one. Cheers. <laughs>